Coming to you from the weirdest city in the world, Austin, Texas. This is the Sports Buzz. With your host, Spencer Spillman. God damn it, man. I swear you guys whip on me 13 or 14 more times. I'm out of here. And his co-host, Zach Chandonet. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup! And of course, the extremely unqualified producer, Ballot. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I know I'm doing it really, really well. Time to sit back, crack open a cold one, and enjoy the ride. Here's your host, Spencer Spillman. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Sports Buzz. Another week of the Amateur Hour. I'm your host, Spencer Spillman. My producer, Mr. Ballad. Clicking buttons, hosting us in his beautiful house. Yes. Coach. Howdy, fellas. Nice, uh, nice sitting in your cave over here again. I miss you guys. Don't say that. (laughs) Um, we're we're minus we're we're plus one host, minus one co-host. So, no Chad this week. Um, but as always, we are recording from Austin, Texas. And today is, as always, Tuesday. First Tuesday of August, August the 1st. And rent's due. If you, if you didn't hey, listen to the pro show, we, uh, we talked football's coming back this week. Um, you know, if you're, if you're listening to this now, you're, you're missing out on um, our, our pro talk. Cowboys played yesterday. Uh, but you can always listen to the show on SoundCloud and iTunes. And as always, please check out the show and check out our sponsors, Strangeland Brewery. A beer for any occasion. A beer for all occasions. A beer for every occasion. Thank you so much to Strangeland. This is the Amateur Hour, as I mentioned. Um, please check it out on SoundCloud and iTunes. Give us some subscriptions, some follows. Give us some five-star reviews there on iTunes. Uh, let us know how we're doing. Let us know what we're doing right and wrong. Um, if you got some beef, call us. Let us know. We'll put you on the show. Whether you uh, want to talk sports or just tell us that we're doing something wrong. We'll argue. I mean, Coach and Chad can pretty much argue about anything. Hey, if you call us out, we'll tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, we'll get into our show business here in a second. Uh, we may, Some of us may have a quote of the week. We may have some beef to give. Um... Obviously, we'll talk some college football coming up very, very soon in a couple weeks, and uh, some uh, a big announcement about the 2028 special uh, special Summer Olympics. Excuse me, Special Olympics just happened. I saw something about it the other day on TV. Um, How'd you do? Uh, I wasn't participating. I'm in the betting. You can bet on that kind of stuff these days. That's. Awful. Can you really bet on that? I, I'm sure you could. <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, Not in Texas, where it's illegal. Just, just but. a bit of a, just a bit of a. Just uh, a bit outside. We we do not condone. I can't. We do not condone all the things Ballot says on the show, so we apologize to anybody listening that may really? be a bit, bit offended there. Um, like I said, Strange Land Brewery is our uh, 
sponsor from day one. Uh, they got an Oktoberfest party coming out with a new beer Woo! on September 23rd. Yeah, buddy. Um, always like a little German-infused, uh, German-style beer. So check that out on Facebook, on their Facebook and Twitter. Um, get your tickets. Uh, and also, we got to give a big shout-out to Mountain Breeze Campground. Um, the other sponsor that we have, Wes Nixon, will be there on Saturday night. Uh, uh, Wes is a good dude. Play some really good Texas country. Go check Wes out. Check out Mountain Breeze. Go camp. Weather is perfect. And the river is right around 100 CFS. So not bad. Not a bad float at all. Uh, follow us on Twitter at SportsBuzzTX. Follow Strangeland at Strangeland Brewery on Twitter. Sorry, at Strangeland Brew on Twitter. Go to Mountain Breeze website. Keep up to date with every single weekend act that's playing out there live music every single weekend going almost all the way through september um www.mountainbreezecamp.com let's get into show business we got some stuff to talk about um as we've been telling you for weeks past this uh this is the amateur hour coming to you on friday um obviously we've changed up the show order pro show comes on wednesday amateur hour on friday just trying to get you prepped for Saturdays. Trying to get you prepped for Saturdays. Um, obviously, college football. And, and by the way, for those who are wondering when are we going to stop including that in show business, I haven't decided yet. <laughs> when we have better things to put in show business, we'll remove that. But for I now, I meant to ask you. I meant to ask you. Well, the, the the thought process is, and I didn't think a lot about it, but just so you know, I imagine that as football season approaches, we'll have some new listeners, and hopefully, and we'll have to. In- let them know the reason why we do the show in this order. I guess it's not that important that we know that we, or that, that they know that we used to do it in a different order. Uh, but again, it's it's more around that that's the best show business we have these days. Yeah, I mean they may go back and listen. You never know. Listen to all of our previous episodes. I got people that did that. Yeah. Friends that listened to the show that went back and listened to our first episodes. Wait, wait, wait a second. You have friends? A few. Okay. Not many. Not a whole lot. Thanks for writing. Uh, Maybe maybe a few more. Sorry. But uh, just the ones in the room. <laughs> just, just us two. So uh, you say our friends. <laughs> We're talking about. I was I was out last week. I was uh, I was a little under the weather. Had a stomach virus. Wasn't able to make it up here to Austin. On the pup list. On the pup list. Physically unable to podcast. It's true. Um, Looks like you've switched with Chad this week. Yeah yeah. Now Chad is out. Chad is uh floating in his own home. Yeah had a, had a bit of a flood in the apartment. Dealing with some facility issues. You know, when you don't live in an establishment as secure and reliable as the one that we're in right now, these are the kind of things you have to deal with. So, hey, sure, do I pay a premium to have a nice home like this I can invite my friends over to? Sure. Do I ever have to deal with flooding? Not yet. So Not yet. I have insurance. Hey, but, house, but Chad, uh, you know, he, he does he does drive here every week, just like uh, Coach, myself, and, and uh, you know, you don't drive, but... Um, I drive the show forward. Progress. Yes. I like what you're looking <laughs> forward to the future. You keep the show in the correct lane. Yeah. Um, but, you know, lane. he comes stay out here, he, he pays the price, <laughs> and uh, stay in your lane. Good God. Um, now, don't say that. Yeah. But he's still not in the intro. And and I got to say, I feel kind of bad for him, man. I feel like he should be in. What's going on? I feel like you don't feel bad. You just feel bad for yourself. I want the jersey. <laughs> we made a bet. I deserve my jersey. <laughs> and Ballard's keeping me from that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's all my fault. This is Zach's fault. You know. I'll hey, go and drink for that. <laughs> I will. 
Um, you know, I, like I mentioned in the last show, I've made a commitment. It's going to be up by the start of football season. So I don't know what everyone's getting in such a kabobble about. You know, but did I make up a word? Probably. Am I, do I, did I make the intro? Absolutely. So I'll make up whatever words I want on this show. That's fair. Um, it's coming. So And, and then you'll have your jersey. There's, it only takes probably eight weeks to ship that kind of stuff. So, you know, come... I don't know. You do December? the math. Yeah. I'm not an accountant. It'll probably be on back order. It probably will. Probably. If, I have, if I have anything to say about it, it'll be on back order. It's a popular thing. Hey, you know, if I have anything to say about it, we wouldn't talk about kickball, but, you know, you put it in the show business, so what What kind of update do you have? I mean, how's your team doing? How's you You and Chad, you guys are both on the same team. We are on the same team. Here's the thing. I wish we didn't have to talk about kickball this week, but we're really trying to get this partnership with Austin Sports and Social Club. And the reason I would not want to talk about this is we're on a three-game losing streak, <laughs> which sounds funny when you first say it, but when you live it, it hurts really bad. Every Wednesday, I look forward to playing kickball and getting a victory, and I've been starved from that for the past three weeks. Mm. Uh, I'm not going to point fingers, uh, but it's not my fault. I'll say that right off the bat. Because um, you're the pitcher. I, I pitch. I catch two. I mean, oh. I do a little bit of everything. Oh, I bet you do. You swing both ways. I mean, we got guys and girls pitching and catching. You know, we swing as much as we can. You know, as, as much as the league will allow us to. Um, but I'll, I'll say this. I'm having a lot of fun playing. And uh, and and that's what it's all about. It's just having fun. Do you get... Per- I mean, I guess, I, guess like you don't, I guess you don't get a participation trophy or medal, but you get participation beer, right? I mean, that's, that's good enough. That's the closest... To it, no, you don't get participation trophies. <laughs> you don't, you don't get a championship trophy. We won the championship last season. We didn't get a trophy. You get like so champions shirts. At you least get to take your picture with a banner and just be able to tell all your friends how great you are at kickball, which sounds better until you say it out loud. So, <laughs> um, you know, we've got a game this week. Chad's not going to be there, so I'll, again, we'll give an update next week. But um, if I was a betting man, I would take the. Uh, the no on us winning. Um, so, coming up, what, uh, 20, the end of the month? 29th. 20, no, 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 no. What are you about? Next week. For our Texas college football show yes. that we're going to have. We will be doing a full two-hour recording of Texas college football. One hour of strictly Longhorns. Featured the Longhorns, and then our second hour will feature top Texas college teams. We'll talk uh, AM Tech, U of H maybe, Texas uh, TCU, Texas, well, maybe. We'll talk Texas we'll, State. We'll, nah, nah, right, we'll talk Texas State. We'll four alumni. Four alum. It's sorry, three happen. alumni. And we'll, we'll definitely get it, we'll get it in. <laughs> that was a dig. That was shade. <laughs> but uh, we'll record next week Ouch. on the 8th of August. The show, those shows will come to you. The Texas Longhorns will come to you on the 9th. And the rest of the state will come to you on the 11th. Okay, so that's next week. I got you. That is next week. Write it down. I need you to prep for that show. Yeah, next week. um, And listeners out there, if you went to a school in Texas and you keep up with your college team, let us know. We'd love to have you on the show for a few minutes to talk about your team, what you're looking forward to, what you're not looking forward to with your team. Uh, Texas State fans, I'm sure you've got lots of things on that topic. So Hey, I can probably get a San Angelo former player to, to come talk. Yeah, San Angelo football. Sure. Is that in is that in Texas or is that that's Texas? That would be San Angelo, Texas. Yes. Yeah, I would have guessed in New Mexico. Gold, golden blue. Hmm. Yeah. Would have guessed wrong on that as well. Yeah. It's more like he's a, a, he's actually a semi pro football player, which works. We could talk some football. Nice. Um, uh, but yeah, we gotta we gotta talk. Um, somehow 
we all three of us made it out today um, on National Girlfriend Day. Looks Hashtag like, National Girlfriend Day. Looks like Chad didn't escape. No, Chad, maybe that's why he's gone. Maybe he's... I mean, right. we could speculate. Maybe he didn't really flood his apartment, you know? Hey, maybe flood, he just had National Girlfriend Day. Love. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Um, <laughs> somehow the three of us are here with no ball and chain around our ankle. Um... But yeah, so that that's cool. We're talking sports on National Girlfriend Day. Yeah, I'm sure I'll. Uh, well, I think we're all sports, better. Sports, my first girlfriend. I think we're all better <laughs> for the the girlfriends that we have. Honestly, you know, we're pretty shitty people in general. Yeah. I'm, I think our girlfriends make us better. Oh, that's debatable. Yeah. Well, you know, agree to disagree. I'd rather not. <laughs> um, but uh, my girlfriend thinks I'm great, so I like to keep it that way. Yeah. You know, I can't have this propaganda out here. Right. Her knowing that I'm a terrible person. Fake news. Fake news. But, uh, you know, Sunday was National Chicken Wing Day. I know yeah, I know, we're all pretty big fans of the wings. Val, did you do anything special for Chicken Wing Day? You better believe I did. You better I believe it. fired up the smoker. I don't know if you guys, Ooh. last time you fired up a good smoker. I know it's a little hot for that kind of cooking, but... You have a smoker? You got a smoker. My gas grill out of commission right now. Yeah. So we have a smoker and smoked some chicken wings. Nice. I wish I would have saved some for y'all. Actually, I'm glad I didn't because they were delicious. But <laughs> what flavors you go with? Just straight dry rub. A little uh, a, a, a mix of some different things I got in the cabinet. There you go. About two and a half hours on real low temperature. Did some thighs as well. Man, they got were a little delicious. creative. Got a little creative. Well. Speaking of chicken wings, I'm getting a little hungry. It's about that time of the show. Why don't you go ahead and work on that? We'll get into uh, our segments. You be back quick because you got a segment coming up. Yeah, I was going to say, if y'all want to find someone else to talk about for a few minutes before yeah, I get we can, back. We can look around the room and see who wants to take it. I mean, I'm going to be as fast as I can, but, you know, just you know, do y'all, I guess. Yeah, we'll try not to script the show for you. Um, all right, so first segment we got for the night is going to be good for you. Good for you. We got old ball coach Bill Snyder. And by old, I mean he's old. The guy's 77 years old. He's doing something he's never done before. And he's done a lot. He's done a lot of uh, a lot of coaching in his life. Um, he's gonna, he decided that he's going to go ahead and write a children's book. Um, it's it's going to be titled... Hey, time out. Do y'all have a guess on Chicken Wing Flavor? Oh, shit. We almost forgot. Um, I'm going original. Original Buffalo? Um. Yeah. Ooh, original Buffalo. That's that's a that's a good guess. Um, I'm gonna go. Y'all with... talk about. It. I'll be back and I'll hear y'all picks in a second. Okay. Guys with classic helms. He almost, he almost, he almost tripped going out the fucking door. He's so fun size. He almost smashed good himself Lord. in the gym. Um. Ooh, man. What did we? What did y'all have last week? You remember? Wings. <laughs> that's helpful. That's helpful. Um. All right, uh, I'll say mango habanero is number one. If that was last week's flavor, was it last week's no, flavor? No? Not. Okay, I'm going to go mango habanero. All right. Because, you know, that, that that is one of my favorites. I like hatch green chili as well. I'd go for either. But I, I'm feeling mango habanero. We haven't had that in a bit. And Chad's not here, so I feel like maybe he'd go back to a little bit of spicy. I so, like that spice on that classic buffalo. It's nice. Eh, it's pretty nice. It's all right. But as we were saying, you know... Bill Snyder, um, to author a children's book titled Take It From Me. 
Um, does it say what the thing is going to be about? Uh, let's see. Well, he is set to begin his 26th season as the Kansas State football Oh, I coach. figured it had been about season 50 for him. Um, he's been he there is forever. 77, so. Guy's old. Uh, but he has led the, I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. He's led the Wildcats to 202 victories, 18 bowl games. Um, and he's actually uh, taken home two Big 12 championships. So um, the guy's doing something right. But, um, I mean, he's writing a children's book. You know, 77, your dreams are never done, right? You know, good for you. Good for you, Bill Snyder. You are one of the most respected coaches in all of college football. I got to say, um, I have no problem with this at all. Coach, you know, what are you what are you thinking about this guy? Seventy seven years old out there changing up his uh his path, gonna write some books. I'll be pretty interested to see what this book's about, kinda how it ties a lot of his experience. Because I mean obviously his life experience is is coaching young men into larger full size adult men. Um and it, it revolves around football. So I'll be really interested to see. I mean, he's got a wealth of knowledge at 77 years old, 26 seasons, or 25 seasons, obviously, under his belt. He's got a wealth of knowledge. I think he knows young people really well. I think this this could be a really good thing. Um, I guess we'll kind of have to wait and see yeah. what the content is in the context of the book, but I think this is a good thing. I mean, I think when you have guys like Bill Snyder who are such a staple to their university and, right. and, and such a, a magnet for just... I don't know, like good energy. I yeah. mean, I He's really, a good dude. I like Bill Snyder too. for as little as Kansas State's ever won. You know, I mean, I like the guy. Um, I think he's a good. He coach. He brings and, in two star recruits and turns them into NFL players. I love yeah. it. So I, I'll be very interested for sure. It'll probably be one for the bookshelf just to to add to the repertoire when whenever we get around to having kids in our lives. I guess. <laughs> um, all right. Well, just in time, Ballad. We got. Your segment here on the on the list, we got hashtag hashtags. I have no idea. I was about to try and play this video and, and see what happened. What what is what is this hashtag hashtags that we have for today? So our hashtag hashtags comes to us from Cody Owens. I don't know if this guy made this video or if he just posted it, but I found it hilarious. It has to do with Bob Stoops. And why he uh, just abruptly decided to retire. Okay. Uh, let's listen in. Bob Stoops, and I would like to address the reason I retired. There have been a few rumors going around, like my health, my family, etc. But the real reason I retired is because my daddy is now the head coach at the University of Texas, Tom Herman. <laughs> I couldn't beat Tom on the field <laughs> with Houston talent. How the hell am I going to beat him with Texas talent? And then, I can, he was getting every recruit. I couldn't get any over him. I was having to resort to being three-star you. I didn't know what else to do. So I made Riley my scapegoat. I'm sorry, little buddy. I didn't know what else to do. My legacy means everything. Bummer. <laughs> oh, that's good. I'll, we're going to repost that video through was, our Twitter. But. I was wondering where that was going because I could see it but couldn't hear it. Um, yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, yeah, his daddy. Who's your daddy? Yeah, sorry. Bobby. But, hey, daddy's in town. You got a good hashtag for Bobby? No. Just. Bobby. Hashtag, who's your daddy? 
Who's your daddy is a good one. I like hashtag scapegoat too. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. He just threw right under the bus. But, um, God, this, I mean, his whole retirement is just shrouded in mystery. I just, I don't know, man. Like, this is crazy. It's probably one of the craziest retirements from, like, an illustrious head coach that I've, I've ever seen in sports just, in my life. I mean, like, absolutely insane. I mean, it was RKO out of nowhere. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Just nobody saw it coming. Um, but, Coach, you got the next segment, and, you know, we got we got a pretty good tweet here. Yeah, so uh, our producer, Ballard, did some good work over the weekend uh, and was apparently watching the news for whatever reason. <laughs> um, but <laughs> the newly appointed and now fired uh, communications director of the White House. Yeah. Uh, let's see, what's his name? Anthony Scaramucci! Anthony Scaramucci. Left us too soon. Uh, Yeah, way too soon because if we would have had more quotes like this, we'd have a damn good show. Um, But basically, Scaramucci brought up Joe Paterno in a White House presser um, and talked about the late Joe Paterno in the sense of honor and dignity. And he was quoted as saying, Why don't you honor the job? You remember Joe Paterno? What would he say? Act like you've been there before. Act with honor and dignity and respect and hold the confidence of the presidency in his office. Why don't we do that? Well, I'll tell you why, Scaramucci. Because Joe Paterno allowed little boys to be touched on a regular (laughs) basis. There's no honor, there is no dignity, and there is no respect in that. Um, it's very unfortunate for as much of Joe Paterno's life as he was, uh, enshrined at Penn State for so much to come out about his tenure there and the despicable things that happened under his watch and supervision. Um, for you to just kind of forget that that even happened, even though that's the most recent news we've ever had of Joe Paterno is beyond me. And you made yourself look like a fool. Well, turns out. You're not going to look like a fool much longer because you're fired after a week. Yeah. Um, so Scary Mucci was hot with the sport references in his short 10-day span in the White House. He was talking about uh, Donald Trump being the most competitive person quote I've ever met. said, I've seen this guy throw a dead spiral through a tire. I've seen him in Madison Square Garden with a top coat on, standing in the key, hitting foul shots and swishing them. All right, he sinks 30-foot putts. Scaramucci, some free advice for you. When you're giving people compliments sports-wise, like th- these are these are not the right compliments. Like throwing a ball through a tire, like no one gets excited about that kind of stuff. Shooting a basket with a top coat on, that's just ill-prepared for the task at hand. You know what this sounds like to me? This sounds like somebody talking about when... Kim Jong-il, the former dictator for North Korea, yeah, when he came out and said he shot like a 37 on the golf course and had like four hole-in-ones in one round. Yeah. It's like, okay, um, you know, that was a pretty impressive uh, stat there. You know, do you have anything to back it up? Oh, no, that guy over there will tell you right there. He yeah, saw the whole thing. thing. Yeah, so free tip for Scaramucci. Uh just come up with better sports analogies. I will say, 
I'm very sad Scaramucci is gone because Scaramucci is really fun to say out loud. Uh, I can't wait to see where he ends up next. I hope it's somewhere very public where well, we can scrutinize him to all end. Free advice. Find find a good escort service because he's wifeless and jobless. He's he's probably pretty lonely. Yeah. Um, he's going to need some some sort of company. So that's my free advice for, for Mooch. My hey, free... maybe you can hit up uh, Hugh Freeze. He knows a guy. Oh, yeah. Freeze knows quite yeah. a bit of people. Holla and bling. Hashtag. <laughs> Howdy blind bling. Howdy blind bling. <laughs> uh, some free advice. Uh, go find yourself a sports marketing firm because you're coming in hot with the sports quips and every marketing firm can use good taglines when it comes to sports. So I saw that the... Maybe uh, you will have a job soon. So the Jaguars are hiring a director of marketing. I'd love to see Scaramucci ah, in, in ah, the football world. That there you nice. go. More Paterno. Sounds like a good line. There you go. Patrino. All right. Um, all right. Next segment. Who's got beef? Coach, I know you got some. I do got a little bit of beef. And I'll tell you what. This is a good time to bring it up in the amateur hour because Barnes & Noble College really screwed the pooch last week. That's a real That's a real college. No, no, no. Barnes & Noble has a college division okay. of their like brick-and-mortar company. Gotcha. And they get into textbooks. Well, they're getting blown out by Amazon anyway. So last week, they put up a promo for Free Beats. With, in their terms, with the purchase of a MacBook or iPad. Apple well, offering that too. Well, come to find out, that Mac Beats promo code worked for just the Beats themselves. And they were basically giving away free Beats. Tell you why. Because I got in on that. And then the following day, they decided they were going to cancel all the orders for just the Beats. Oh. Even though they messed up. So I got some beef. But good news on the horizon... A law, uh, law firm Morgan and Morgan has started looking into a civil lawsuit, so I may get these free beats anyway. There you go. But I gotta say, if you're gonna put a promo code and you're gonna screw the pooch, you're gonna have to live with the consequences. You better make sure it's done correctly. I think it's time to fire somebody, but it's also time to live up to your end of the bargain. Fair it's, it's crazy because everybody went through full checkout. They have everybody's information, credit cards, all that stuff. There's order confirmation emails that were sent oh, that's out. Awesome. It it went through the full process, so I think it's just time to own up to your so mistake. So you already had you had a order confirmation and an order cancellation. Oh yeah, on your free beats. Yep. Mm. But mm. the class action lawsuit is in the works, so I'll keep you guys updated on that. Okay. Valid, you got any beef? Uh, surprisingly, I have no beef this week. No beef this week. All chicken wings. Um, you know, I I was gonna beef on. On Adidas and all this, but we'll talk about that here in a little bit. Um, let's go ahead and get into You Go With That. Coach, why don't you go ahead and take You Go With That. Let's get into a little bit You Go With That. We covered this story a little earlier uh, in the year, um, but the UCF kicker, Donald De La Haye, um, was basically asked by the university to either stop his YouTube channel and stop making money off of YouTube, for his kicking videos, um, or be removed from college football. Well, De La Haye decided that he was going to take matters into his own hands. He loves what he does. He's going to continue his YouTube channel, continue to make money, continue to be an entrepreneur, and he's decided to quit the football team from UCF. I got to say, Ballad, are you good? I mean, this is a young man making a pretty grown-up decision 
Are you good with uh, De La Haye's decision to uh, to walk away from UCF? I'll tell you this. I'm good with his decision, but I'm not good with the NCAA ruling on this. The NCAA um, put out an official statement more or less saying that they're fine with student-athletes making money while they're in college and their own entrepreneurial endeavors. Or working a job, yeah. Or working a job, as long as it has that to do with the skills that we pay you for. A.K.A. the skills that you've worked your whole life for and the skills you possess. I'm not good with how the NCAA handled this. I know they're trying to set a precedent in the long run, and I think this is going to be something that's studied for a really long time. But I'll say right now, I'm not good with how the NCAA uh, handled this. I think they took the wrong step in their on their direction this way. I agree. I agree 100% valid. And the, the great part for this kid is he went from, you know, just over 63,000 follow uh, subscribers on YouTube to almost 90,000 just after uh, UCF announced that he was ineligible. That's probably gone up from there. Um, yeah, I feel bad for the kid. I mean, I think I, I'm so I'm so good with his decision to do this. He's making money on just posting videos. I mean, that's what we're trying to do, but audio, you know. Yeah, I mean, he, he's doing something that's in the benefit of himself, and he's yes. using a skill set that he's developed his whole life. Guess what, NCAA? You didn't create this kid. UCF, you did not create this kid. You did not make him what he is. No. He made himself, and he took advantage of the skill sets that he's developed throughout his life. This is embarrassing to the NCAA. Um, I mean, this kid's going to take a step away from football for a year. Guess what? He's a kicker. He's going to continue to do these videos. He's going to continue to kick field goals. He's going to continue to make money. And at some point, he's probably going to get a chance in some sort of professional football standing. And I hope he gets that chance in the NFL. I hope he throws this back in the NCAA's I face. I hope he throws it in UCF's face. It's embarrassing. I hope he never I hope he never plays a college football game and still makes a NFL contract. Yeah, I mean I I, I really do hope the best for this kid because it, it's times like these when organizations and corporations try to bear down and bully people and individuals. Yeah. And this is when I want to see that individual succeed and just shove it in their face because it's embarrassing. So. It's absolutely disgusting. I, I, say, I say this a lot. This is going to be a 30 for 30 about this kid. Oh, I hope so. Absolutely. Okay. Dude, I hope he makes money his whole life off of this incident. I mean, yeah. it'd be great for him. Oh, yeah. Uh, but we got another you good with that. <laughs> and this one, hmm. the, the question to Allen Iverson, he had to have asked himself this. Maybe once. It probably was just once. But to ball or not to ball? Hmm. To gamble or to not gamble? Well, Allen Iverson this weekend was seen in, I believe... Chicago. Chicago. Yes. Uh, he was at a casino. They were at a stop for the big three. Yes. And that weekend. Yeah, and he was staying at a casino resort, um, and he was seen gambling that weekend. Well, the big three then took its tour to Dallas on Sunday... Allen Iverson was somehow absent from everything, and people from the team, from the Big Three, tried to get in contact with him. Well, it turns out Allen Iverson stayed in the casino. Uh, First rule of casinos, boys, 101. No pulling your phones out of the table. Probably best just to not bring it at all. Yeah. I gotta say, are you guys good with AI skipping the Big Three in Dallas to gamble in Chicago, Spencer? So... 
I'm good with it and not good with it at the same time. So I'll tell you why I'm not. Hold on, good. I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna set the rules on this one. You're gonna have to pick one. Okay, I'm not good with it. I'm not good with it because there was a famous video that that surfaced years back when Allen Iverson was playing in the in the NBA, and this video came up and he he said he was being grilled for not going to practice, and he said, "We talk about practice, not a game, not a game." We're talking about practice. Well, this time, AI, the answer, we're talking about a game. You skipped a game. Not only are you a player, you are a player coach and the captain of the team. (laughs) You are three parts of that team, and you just didn't show up. And by the way, his team's name is Three's Company. So he's a player, coach, and captain of Three's Company. So... I'm not good with him missing the game. And big news, the Team Three's company rallied to win in Dallas. As oh, well. good for them. Because nobody gives a shit about the Big Three. It's just a bunch of washed up pieces of shit. So, on the other side of it, I'm good with him gambling and making money. Pick one. Okay, I'm not good with him skipping a game after his famous slash infamous rant on skipping practice. Perfect, because I am good with this. Because I know you are. Because first off, this whole league is practice. Like you just said, <laughs> no one gives a fuck about this. It's not who... even practice, it's pickup. Exactly. Who cares if Allen Iverson shows up? What The fans Every... do. Everyone knows when you're already heater, you don't walk away from the table. Ice Cube cares because it's his money. Well, Ice Cube and AI can fight, and I would pay to watch that on pay-per-view. But Ice Cube's pulling a knife or a gun. Here's the other thing. You don't walk away from the table when you're on a heater. Everyone knows that. If you've seen the pictures, he had a lot oh, of chips stack. in front of him. Fat stacks. Fat stacks. No, I don't approve his game of choice roulette. You know, it's, it's just a pure game Is of luck. Is he really playing roulette? That's what it looks oh, like. Oh, wow, then it's probably not that much money. It's 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 enough. But here's the other thing. I thought AI was broke. Where, where, where does Al Iverson get all this money to gamble with? Apparently he gambled all fucking weekend in Chicago, and people saw him at a restaurant later on. Here's the other thing. I didn't know Chicago had casinos. I didn't either. I need to get to Chicago. Illinois apparently has casinos. St. Louis has some casinos I've been. I'm, I'm fine with St. Louis. So I'm in but but here's, Louis here's the thing. He went to the Sugar Factory restaurant yes. afterwards. I've done some research on the Sugar Factory. This is not a strip club. I thought it was most definitely <laughs> going to be a gentleman's club. It sounds like it, right? Which would have made this story perfect. Because if you spend all night gambling and you win a bunch of money, of course you've got to go to a gentleman's club yeah. afterwards. There's no time for practice games or whatever we're going to call them. So with all that being said, I'm good with all that. But of all the places to go, you go to a candy store after a night out of gambling? It's a restaurant. It's it's a it's a restaurant store. I've done some extensive research on this. A <laughs> lot of people were trying to take pictures, and he refused. And then you can see in the picture that they posted here on TMZ Sports, he's literally looking away from the camera. I'm fine with him not wanting his picture taken. I don't know who this, well, he's this person to, is. This he's is like trying the, to the, avoid going to a shitty basketball game. I'll say this is the ugliest hooker I've ever seen if they're at a That's a club. big girl. Yeah. But, I mean, that's about what I expect in Chicago. But, yeah, so. Well, know. the camera adds 10 pounds. But I got to say... <laughs> I'm good with this because, guess what? The Big Three is a shit show. Dallas is a shit show. And it looks like he was making a ton of money. Did you hear that? He just talked about Dallas. Whoa. That was rough. I'm not good with that. All right, Bella. <laughs> what do we got? Do you have a coin for this segment, it's by the too way? too bad we're moving on. Yes, we've got a 
show favorite. We haven't done it in a long time. We have not. I'm so scared. We got a little devil's advocate. So this is everyone's least favorite segment who's on the show, everyone's favorite segment who listens. Uh, just to set the stage before I flip the coin, there was an officiating group that was forced to cut ties with Adidas after a repl- the the replacement of a female referee because LeVar Ball basically went off on her in the middle of a game. It's totally sexist. Everything LeVar Ball does is wrong. One of you guys got to defend him. Let's find out who it is. Call to the air, heads or tails, coach. No, I won the... I won the... Okay. Uh, rock, Spencer, paper, scissors. Spencer is going to call us. Yeah. Call to the air. Uh, coach, I'll let you tell us what it is. Tails never fails. Yeah, baby. It is tails, tails. it is. So, uh, Spencer, why don't you go first? Why is this <sighs> terrible? This is horrible. This is horrible. Um, it's, it's sexist. It's misogynistic. I mean... Jay Billis was like, just get this guy out of here. Like, the, the whole the whole part about this whole thing is he didn't want a female referee because he felt like they were less qualified to ref the game. Hmm. The woman who teed him up in that game, which caused all this hoopla, was probably one of the highest rated officials in the whole group of officiating crews. So, this whole deal about Adidas... Saying that, no, we're going to put whatever referees in there who are going to keep LeVar Ball in the game. Because when he gets teed up, he gets pissed off and he wants to pull his team off the court. Yeah. And he goes, uh, I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. And it's bullshit. Because he doesn't get his way. Yeah, she's one of the best refs in the entire group of refereeing. That, uh, what, is, what is the... The Club Court Elite is the organization that's... Yes. So, well, they, they bring in referees from all countries to classroom teach, train, and give them real game experience. Yeah, and she's a Division One official in college Women's basketball. basketball yeah. Women's basketball, yeah. yes. And so Adidas came out and, and supported LeVar Ball basically saying, we're going to put whatever refs are going to keep him in the gym and keep people in the seats. Because without him, people aren't going to show up. Well, it's bullshit. And the guy needs to go. Honestly, it's, you know, I I understand why Adidas is trying to keep him on the court and keep his team on the court. But, Coach, good luck trying to defend this guy. Well, let me tell you like this. (laughs) LeVar Ball was the biggest name right on top of LaMelo Ball. In this tournament, Adidas made it about the balls. It was all about ball brand ballers. This is what people wanted to see. Of course. This is the product that needed to be on the court. And regardless of what is being said, let it go. Let it go. (laughs) We're here for the basketball, not for the antics on the sideline. Let's talk about the basketball. Let the boys play ball. Let them stay in their lane. But I'll tell you what. When you make it about you, or you make it about the refs, you take away from the game. The fans love it, though. And LeVar Ball was trying to get those boys to play a game. And he was trying to win a championship. And he was doing everything he could to win that championship. And Adidas made it very clear that it was all about LeVar Ball. Oh, yeah, they did. So why should I give a flying F 
about any of these refs. She could be a man. She could be a woman. She could be whatever she wants. He could be whatever they want. I don't care. It's about basketball. And these zebras are making it about them. Parading around with their whistles and their technicals. I mean, there's no need to eject coaches in an AAU basketball tournament. Ten feet on the court. He was ten feet on the court yelling at her. I tell you what. He put together a good team. That's a tech at every level. It's about that team. Here's what I'll say. Why do we even have referees in AAU basketball? Why is anybody even caring about AAU basketball? It is off-season high school basketball. I can't believe we dedicated this much time to talking the about it. The Las Vegas tournament is the biggest AAU tournament in the country. It's like being the it's the, the best biggest no, it's, tournament. Who cares? <laughs> no, it's the it's the biggest it's the best high school players in the country playing against each other. We saw Zion Williams and Lon Lamelo, La, whatever the fuck his name. I'm is. just saying the Ball Le family. Angelo? No, is... Lamelo. Lamelo was in this one. Yeah, Lamelo yeah. and Zion Williams. Oh, yeah. The game they played against each other. I mean, this is the worst segment we ever had. I know that hurts you to. I say gotta say that. though, what the hell is that team that he put together? Lamelo is the biggest kid on that team. Like he is by far the biggest. There's no big ballers. It's it's maybe a bunch of. Medium-sized baller. I'm saying he was like the tallest player on that team. It's I weird. No I have no idea. So I have no weird. idea. How did that feel for you to to try no. and be devil's advocate? Now I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna cut that. We got we got to go to break because we're way fucking over on time. <laughs> All right, fine. We'll go to break. We'll be back right after a little bit of uh, music with the sports buzz. Welcome back to the Sports Boys. I'm your host, Special Son. We're running a little over on time, so we definitely need to cut the quarter of the week. No! But I had... I didn't have shit. I had some good stuff from LeVar Ball. I had some real good stuff this week. It might be the main reason we're cutting this segment. (laughs) We spent way too much time on that. Let's let's just get into first impressions. We gotta get into first impressions. We gotta talk some college football stuff. We got some of the... uh, What do we got here? Um, Hot teams, hot seats, hot lists. From our favorite friends at the Four Letter Network. Four Letter Network put out a pretty interesting little uh, list of most interesting new coach in the Power Five. Obviously... Um, with all the noise he's been making, Mr. Tom Herman on the 40 acres at Texas. I got to agree. Um, he ran Bobby, Bobby Stoops out of here. Yeah, I should be ready with that one. I thought you were going to be ready for it. Um, with who? Bobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah Bobby Stoops. <laughs> um, ran him out of town, and he's been pulling in recruits even for the 2018 class, so can't wait for Texas. Um, most interesting new coach uh, just in a group of five. Obviously, Lane Kiffin going to Florida Atlantic. Can't wait to see where that's going to be. I can't I wait think... to see the off-the-field <laughs> things that happened with Lane Kiffin in oh, Florida. Boy. I think the, the coolest thing about the most interesting new coach, with especially with Tom Herman, is you have two brand-new coaches in the Red River, Red River rivalry in Lincoln Riley and Tom Herman. So this is the first year we're going to feature either not Mac Brown or Bob Stoops in this game. Yeah. Yeah. For a long time. This is gonna be really nice. 
Yeah, or Charlie Strong, technically. Well, I'm saying it was either a, it was either Bob Soups or Mac Brown that's been in this game for sure X amount you. of years. Um, so Heisman front runner, as we talked about six months ago, probably. Um, Breaking news. Yeah, when when we found out Texas was going to play USC, um, Sam Darnold from USC, obviously. Texas will go to South Carolina. South Carolina, Southern California, um, go to LA. You should drink for that. I I will. Um, <laughs> y'all talk about Darnold and his uh, his pretty boy USC quarterback being Heisman front runner. I mean, he had twenty nine touchdown passes last year during their nine game winning streak to end the season. Hey. Um, he is a very incredible talent. My favorite out of this group of Heisman candidates, though, is Bo Scarborough from Alabama. That running back, I mean, he is what Alabama running backs are. He's thick, he's big, he's fast, that's, he's elusive. That's what Alabama running backs do is win Heismans. And that's what I want out of a Heisman. I want someone who runs the fuck over somebody and shows me power football. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because I had just pulled up our Heisman picks from... The conversation we had a long time ago. Uh, Spencer, you got Sammy D over here as your number one. Yeah. Coach, you got Bo Scarborough still playing your cards. I still really like my pick of Saquon Barkley. I think Penn State is going to be the surprise of the season. And if if he's having the year that uh, people talk about he's going to have, yeah. Feeling good about it. You still got to look at, at returners, Jake Browning, um, JT Barrett, obviously, at Ohio State, and then form the winner himself. No, yeah, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you have to look at these guys. And then, obviously, Baker Mayfield, who was there last year, who was invited. You know, Baker, Lamar, and, and you know, Jake Browning was right there, too. Um, it's it's going to be interesting. I don't know why Mason Rudolph is in this, uh, this Power 5 Heisman candidates, but I, I don't see that happening. He's the best quarterback in the Big 12 right No, now. he's not. Um, Who's better? Not him. I'd say <laughs> Baker Mayfield. I'd say Baker Mayfield's the best quarterback in the Big 12. I would say Baker has a wider range of ability, yes. but I think when it comes to just QB presence, I think Mason's a little bit better. I just don't think Mason has the talent around him to be a Heisman candidate. I don't either. Um, give give us some sleepers. Uh, who's the biggest sleeper on, on the Four Letter Networks list? According to the Four Letter Network, it's Quentin Flowers from South Florida. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Strong's uh, newest player. Um. Hey. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah, know. Go Bulls. Go yeah, Bulls. go Bulls, I guess. Um, are you, I don't know. Are you, are you guys rooting for Charlie Strong? I don't really get, care. I mean, he's already in trouble. He's already looking at at NCAA violations with, with all this stuff going on. So, not really. I mean, he, he left Texas without putting any sort of product on the field. I mean, he, he recruited well. He beat OU that one year. Yeah, good for him. He wore the <laughs> stupid... He wore the, the golden hat and did all that, but... He never developed anybody and left us with, with players who are undeveloped. Malik Jefferson's gone downhill since since he was there, so I don't really care. I don't care. Set, set up this, this next one for us. What is this? Not. <laughs> Best self-run preseason Heisman campaign. The Oklahoma State punter, 
Zack Sonor, we talked about this a few weeks ago. Yeah, drink for that. I'm sorry. I, don't, I, mean, I know I what you're to, doing. I hate to set you up like that, but it's I know too you were, easy. you set me up a few weeks ago when we talked about it. But Can't you know, teach an old dog new new tricks, I suppose. Or does an old dog not learn new tricks as quickly as they should? Old dog learns slow. Yeah, I'll drink, but. Yeah, you're more yeah, of a cat guy. We're, we're so talking about know. a fucking. <laughs> we're talking about a fucking punter. So really, tricks? I mean, he's got a flyer out on campus and uh, a website. So you can talk about best fan road trips since I know you love that school. He's got a sweet handlebar mustache. In uh, best fan road trips. Uh, no, we'll skip over that one. Let's go to most interesting. Uh, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Oh, you want you you have a passion about? It. Why don't you talk about it? Well, we you, you have. A sibling who's an alumni, alumnist? I think. I don't know. I, I haven't seen the papers. Coach has a sibling who is a current student. Texas A&M is a good road trip. From everything I've heard, and I've been in A&M, uh, in College Station. Um, it, I don't know what they're talking about. They're talking about their away games this year because they visit the Rose Bowl when they play UCLA. Oh, I misread that. I thought I thought they were saying College Station was the best place to go visit for a game. No, I've, I've been to College Station for a game. It's not that great. The I've heard the fans are pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it's more. Give me a thumbs up. It's you more about the team making the trip. I got so you. It's it, just trips. I, I, you know, it's we're late. We've been drinking. Um, I apologize. I'm gonna go ahead and open this strange land brew. Amateur. And, and I gotta, I gotta say though, this is a really, really good setup. I mean, if you're rich enough to travel to all these games and get tickets and everything, this would be it's great. It's amazing. They play UCLA, which is featured in the Rose Bowl. They'll go to Florida uh, in week seven to the, in the swamp. swamp. They'll play at Tiger Stadium when they visit LSU. One of the um, loudest stadiums in the country. And then they're also going to play a game at Ole Miss, which is an amazing place to go. I heard Oxford. I, is I actually was in Oxford a couple weeks ago, so I got to see kind of that campus and that place. It really reminded me a lot of Texas State, just the way the city's kind of set up. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Um, and so it, it just makes a really fun. I've place heard Texas to, fans when Texas played Ole Miss in Oxford. It was uh, it was quite an experience. So. Yeah, A&M's got some really good trips, and obviously the the A&M alumni and boosters are going to have a good good season this year, making some uh, some road trips. But well, shout out to my brother; he just graduated from Texas A&M, so there's no way he'll be afford be able, be able to afford to go to all these places. So. Oh, so now you want to talk about your brother? Um, I don't really care about the new offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. Well, we didn't care about A&M, but we got to talk about them at some point. Right? No, we don't. It's it. Who cares about a coordinator? I mean, his name is Matt Canada. Hey, here's one playoff favorite. Take a take a big guess on this one. Alabama. Uh, oh, really? Oh, I was going to guess um, Texas State. Oh, well, you would have been wrong. Okay. Well, I'm normally well, wrong. Playoff in what? I'm normally wrong in the show, so that's that's fair. Um, yeah, obviously, yes. they're the playoff favorite. Um, what do you guys think about the Sass Sisters, uh, Wisconsin Badgers being the playoff sleeper? I think it's a bad look. I think it's a terrible guess. I don't think Wisconsin is a team that can do this. I mean, they're built for such a specific purpose as far as what their offense and defense does. I just don't think they get over the hump in, in such a tight division that they play in. I mean, the, was it the, the Big 12 or the Big 10? Big 10. Big 10 that they play in. Um, 
there's just too much going on there. I mean, with Ohio State and Penn State being as good as they are, I just think there's too much dramatics for that that division really to have Wisconsin come out on top. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is a very deep stretch to pick Wisconsin as a sleeper. Obviously, if it hits, it's a huge pay because, I mean, who would have thought Wisconsin would be there? But well, I think when you look at the, the grand scheme of things, I think you have, you know, I think USC is a better sleeper. I yeah, think sure. Texas is a I don't know if the, better I don't sleeper. Know if, I don't know if they're a sleeper, though. I think USC is a is a dominant force, especially in the Pac-12 this year, with a Heisman frontrunner. But here's the crazy thing is the four-letter network has the playoff spoiler of NC State. Really? You think that they're going to make some noise in the Pac-12 or in the ACC? Uh, ACC? When they have Florida State and Clemson? I don't I mean, see it. I don't see it, but I think that's kind of wild. We we don't need to touch on that one too much, but here's the favorites to win the Power 5 conferences. Well, hold on. Going back to the sleepers, who would you think is a sleeper if not Wisconsin? Um, A sleeper to make the playoffs. Well, time out. This is titled as Playoff Spoiler. And I, no, 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 I interpret no, no. that. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking I'm about talking the about the sleeper, though. Like okay. someone who sneaks in and actually can make noise in the playoffs. In my opinion, I like Penn State. I, I like think, Penn State. I think Florida State is a sleeper. I do too. I, I mean, I go with they coach. lost. They lost I go too with much. Coaches though, they I mean, lost too much though. Bobby Bowden though, I mean, I, I, I just think if if you're talking about it, I just think Wisconsin's a team that Bobby. sets themselves up to fail. Late and and not make playoffs. They make bowl games. They make great bowl games. They win bowl games, but they don't ever excel to the top. They're never an elite team. So I I, I just think it's a weird. I like weird I pick. like ballads. I like ballads pick on on the uh, the Heisman underdog, and I'm gonna go with I think Penn State. I think that they can make some noise in in the Big Ten. Who do you think? I like, so I of course I think Penn State's gonna make noise, but outside of the two picks you guys made, what about Washington with Jake Browning returning Heisman candidate? Another pick. year, another another, you know, season under his belt. Watch out for Washington. They got a tough schedule, but we'll see. Yeah. Well, and, and so moving moving back to what I was talking about, the, the favorites to win the Power Five conferences. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously Bama is uh projected to win the SEC. Um Florida State projected to win the ACC. Ohio State projected to win the Big Ten. Oklahoma, the Big 12. And USC in the Pac-12. Um, they're going with the big-name schools here, guys. And yeah. that's that's the easy pick. And I'm going to I'm gonna say, I'm going to take my five picks right now, and, and I'm going to write them down. I, 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 do think, I do think Bama is going to take the SEC. But... In the ACC, it's going to be tough. It's going to be really tough. I think I think I'm going to side with FSU just because Clemson lost a lot with their quarterback, and that's a big time move. Um, in the Pac-12, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Penn State. I, I really think Penn State is is where it's at. Big Ten. Did I say Big Twelve? I'm sorry. You said Pac-12. 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 I was close. We've been drinking all day. It's okay. Yeah. We well, can yeah. drink for later. Again. I'll, I'll I'll drink right now for it after I get my picks. Um, Big Twelve. Um, this is this is a tough one. They got Oklahoma. 
I I don't think Oklahoma wins this thing. I don't think Baker Mayfield's got the got the nuts to, to take it. I really don't think they have the, the stars. I think Malik Jefferson in that Texas defense is going to shut people down. That's my biggest sleeper is going to be Texas because nobody is expecting them to do anything. They, I mean, there's been talk about them winning. USC is going to win the Pac-12. You I guys, mean, I, I think uh, I think the Big 12 is ripe for the taking. I think to put Oklahoma up, open. up there is, is ludicrous. And I think to call I it a lock would be even worse because... When you look at it, it's it's pretty evenly heavy at the top between Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and Texas. Um, I I gotta think Texas is ramped up for this season. What about that standout? I think they're college in uh, in Waco. Their standout community. No, dude, that's uh, it's just, just a joke. <laughs> it's like that team from Washington. You just don't talk about it. Fair enough. <clears throat> Ballad. Um, I mean, you guys have mentioned all the great teams already. Um, I will say, though, I think that it's... Is there any discrepancies on my picks, or is anybody... Yeah, I, gonna... I think it's crazy that, that Clemson is getting disrespected like this, this early in the season. Davo Sweeney... Look what they lost, though. Look what they lost, but everyone loses every, something every year. Florida State lost Dalvin Cook, a huge part of their offense. Sure, they have another running back by the name I can't remember or probably pronounce, but... Uh, Going to the national, going to the college football playoffs in the national championship multiple years in the last five, that helps you recruit. So Clemson has probably got somebody that, I mean, people who know more about college football could probably name and give you stats on, who's ready to step into the role that Deshaun Watson has left open. So I, I just think it's disrespectful to not have Clemson be the favorite to win your conference after they just upset Alabama. They, probably the most dynasty team we've seen in this hard, era of college football. It is hard in the college the look, national championship. I'm just telling you it's hard to replace a Deshaun Watson. Agreed. He's a, an athlete like no other. It's like when Vince Young won the national championship. And Mike Williams. I'm just saying, Texas was trash. I think it's I think it's disrespectful that this early in the season, I don't think that you would not have them included in your favorite to win at least their conference. The only the only reason I side with Florida State is because you have Bowden at the helm, who's been there, and you have a quarterback who he's been developing in uh, Ricky John Francois. Like I I just think like yes, you lose Dalvin Cook, but Clemson just lost their two biggest productive players on offense. So. Um, I just think that's just what I think. The interesting thing is in in the SEC, Florida gets Malik Zaire. Yeah, I would be very interesting. That would be very awesome to see an upset there on Alabama. Be exciting. That would be, be exciting. really cool. I want y'all to write. This. I want y'all to write down your picks because I wrote down mine. We'll we'll figure this out later on. Francois fun to say. So yeah, I hope he does well. Hey, um, we are over again. Obviously, somehow managed to do this. I wrote down my picks. Um, you guys can can uh, take your picks on on the on the big Power Five conference. Um, but y'all write them down. We won't talk about them. We need to talk about the big news. One uh, last segment here for the night. Our good old Nightcap, as always, sponsored by Strangeland Brewery. A beer for any occasion. So, pretty big news coming out of the uh, Olympic Committee. 
Bell, what happened here? Well, the 2028 Olympics are going to be held in Los Angeles, California. USA! 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 That's right. They gave the 2024 bid to... I'm sorry, wait. Is it 2024 that's going to be? 2024 was in Paris. 2024 is going to be in Paris. And 2028 is going to be in... America. In America. Los Angeles. That's about... That's over 10 years from now, so... Seems a little premature to get excited about it. But you know what I'm excited about? I'll have a lot of money by then. Hopefully. I won't, I won't be, you know... I, I don't know, but I'll have more, Hopefully, I'll have more money by then. <laughs> hopefully, I won't have kids by then. I probably will, but hopefully, I'll have enough money so. to put them somewhere by then. But, man, I don't know. The Summer Olympics, for me, as a wrestler, is super exciting to have in the United States. The first time since what? They were hosting in Atlanta? Maybe. Atlanta would have been the last one, yeah. 96! Yeah, so... <laughs> Got a hat to prove it. Guys, are you excited about this or what? Of course. Of course, man. It's back in America. Like, the best athletes in the world coming to the United States to compete against the other best athletes in the world. Why would we not be excited about this? Well, I mean... I'm just tired of Olympics being in places that can't They can't handle fucking it. do it. Like, yeah. Russia sucks. We had the Winter Olympics in Sochi, which doesn't have snow. And we're about to have the fucking World Cup in... Russia and... Qatar and Russia. Qatar. Yeah. You know what's crazy? Is there's kids right now who are probably like 11. Don't even know. Who are going to be com- competing in this Olympics. Yeah. Wrap your mind around that. So... There's probably kids who are... Wait, I don't even know. So it's in... It's what? 11 years? There's probably kids who there's are... There's probably gymnasts six, that are Six just years born. old. Yeah, they're gymnasts yet to be born yet. <laughs> eight, yeah, six years old. No, six years old because they have to be at least 16. Because China got in trouble for having like 14-year-olds. Is that a rule? I'm pretty sure. There is a minimum requirement. Um, yeah, I think it's going to set a new precedent, a new standard for what types of countries and what kind of infrastructure you have to support the Olympics. But... I mean, this is going to be awesome, and you better believe that I'll be there for it. I'm already planning my trip. I'm already getting ready. I'm going to start saving up right now. But, guys, that's going to do it for for the nightcap and for the sports buzz tonight. Um, You know, Coach, you're you're struggling over there with a pretty foamy strange land that's just going nuts. It's going nuts. They're can-conditioned. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, What's that taste like, though? Tastes like liquid gold. That's right, baby. <laughs> and uh, we'd like to ask uh, Belvita, um, just just saying that uh, we used your liquid gold just now. Um, free, free plug. If, if you want to, uh, get your own liquid. If you want to tell us that we can't use that, um, then then. Uh, I thought I told you to get lost. Yeah. Then send us a tweet on. Uh, you can on call. Our, you can call our accountant. Hit it up on uh, <laughs> at SportsBusTX if, if we're not allowed to use liquid gold. Um, but if you don't tweet us, we're gonna keep using it. So. That's right. Um, Ballad, thanks for pressing buttons over there, Ed. It is a pleasure to host the podcast. Yeah, thanks for hosting us. Um, I am your your host, Spencer Spillman. Okay. Got Coach Chandonet got producer Ballad. We're the Sports Buzz, and until next week, we are out. Peace. This podcast.
party is officially over. Yeah!